0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Cards Ahoy. That's right, you get another one because I had some spare time after work, so I figured I'd do this. I did get in touch with Dalton, and uh, me and him are going to try to uh, work out a schedule where he can come on the show, and uh, if he can't, then he'd be a side host, well I gotta talk to him, uh, where he can be a, uh, like he can come in when he can, and if not, I can still do the show, and it won't be a uh, big deal. Uh, anyway, you may notice that in the comment section, or in the description, I should say, not comment section, I want you to post in the comment section, I put my deck list, the deck that I made, I had a lot of great suggestions from, uh, from the four people that commented, everyone except Dalton gave some good hints, and Tangent, good to hear from you, man, and I'd love to do a show with you, but, uh. Let's get on track here with the thing. Okay, we're going to start from the top. We're going to work our way down of why I put it in the deck. So maybe you can understand my thinking and, uh, you know, uh, maybe give me some constructive criticism on why maybe that thinking isn't the best. So let's start with Black Knight, four of him. Well, for two black mana and a mono-black deck, he, that's great. I mean, he's got First Strike, he's got Protection from White, which the White Protection isn't that great, I would think. It's great when, you know, to stop certain things, but with Path of Exile not being, with rotating out soon, I'm not too worried about it, but Black Knight is a great, solid card, you know, it puts pressure on your opponent, it can handle a lot of early game stuff very well, and can give you some good card advantage. Um, It's just a great card to have, Um, I suppose I don't need four of them, but I figured, you know what, I kind of want to have him in my hand, because it's, you know, er opening hand, I want at least a Black Knight. Anyway, okay, let's move down. Now the Lich. The main part of the deck, really. Uh, Lich, obviously, great card, and you know why I want to put him in the deck, and we'll come back to him after we keep covering. And now I have two Grave Titans. I didn't see a reason to not put Grave Titan in the deck. He actually flows very well with the deck. Uh, late game bomb you know he's a 6-6 but he makes two 2-2's gives me easy card advantage Uh, the mana that I'll need for it will be very easy when we get to the land section so I'll be able to maybe get him earlier if things aren't going my way mana wise or you'll see Uh, then we have Nantuko Shade which is a great early and late game card I feel it goes really well with one of the land cards I'm going to be using uh, Crypt of Agadim but we'll cover that when we get to it Then we have four Reassembling Skeletons, which, that's just a great card. I think it goes really well with the Lich and the Grave Titan, because the Skeletons offer a very constant, annoying chump blocker, and if they want, and with, you know, they're just pretty good. Um, They go well with the next card in the list, Amulet of Vigor, which, the card, what it does is very cheap artifact to play. It lets me, anytime something comes into the play, you know, tapped, it comes in instead, you untap it. So someone like reassembling skeletons, I play. I uh, summon him back, or I pay his uh, two mana to bring him back. Uh, he's ready to attack or block or do whatever he needs to do. So that makes him very good. And it's a card that your opponent won't lightning bolt. They won't do anything to because it would be pointless. Because for two mana, I can have him back. You're not clearing my board. You're just well. I guess that's an okay strategy if you want to make me choose between that two mana. But it shouldn't be an issue. Anyway, then we have 4 Doom Blades standard in any mono black deck. I think uh it's just such a great card and uh I have Death Marks too. So I suppose sideboard. I haven't worked on a sideboard yet, but Death Marks would be in the sideboard and if I'm playing against another deck with you know some black, I would uh swap out the uh that for like um you know disfigure and just another black removal. I'll figure it out. Uh, then we have corrupt. Two of those, because I felt it was expensive, and it is also a late game card that I want. At the very wor- worst, it's a six damage. You gain six life, and you can do pretty much destroy any creature or hurt your opponent really bad with this card. Um, at no point in the game do, do I worry about it. And late, the later in the game you draw this, the, the kind of the better it is. So it's also another one of those cards that you, you want to top deck if you're if you're really needing to get some damage on your opponent uh then then let's go to the next card basilisk collar um obviously great cheap artifact goes with the lich like amulet does um it allows me to make my black knights, my uh shades, my ske- makes my skeletons better uh, th- i wouldn't put it on the lich per se i i could easily but I think putting it on Antuco Shade, for example, is even better because, uh, let's say I attack with him and my opponent decides not to block, I can pump him and make him huge and gain even more life. So, I think that's really good. Um, Elixir Mortality. Now, this is a card that I didn't think went well with this deck until I really thought about it. And the card is very cheap to play, one mana to play, and it's two to activate its ability, I think, if I got that right, or I mixed them around, I'm not sure, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at a deck list, I'm not looking at the actual card, so forgive me, but I do know what the card does, and it's cheap. Uh, What it is, is you gain five life, and shuffle Elixir Mortality back into your deck. It's an artifact, so it goes with the Lich, but I know what you're thinking, but when you sack it, the Lich token goes away, so you won't have your Lich. True, but let's say I have the Lich counter on him, the Lich is indestructible, he ain't going nowhere. So let's say they choose to destroy my elixir with something destroys a permanent artifact, something like that. In response, I can sack the elixir so at least I'm gaining five life out of it and a deck shuffle. I think that's pretty good. Um, two of them allows it so... I could g- increase that number. What? Do y- tell me what you guys think. I wasn't sure how many to put in there, because I also have four duresses, which I wasn't sure about duress either, but a duress is just a great card to take out some of your opponent's annoyances, and then I have two crystal balls, which that can go up. I want to hear what you guys have to say about the elixir crystal ball. They're both twos. I think I could maybe... You know, swap those around, something like that. So, give me your opinion. Um, I was thinking Sword of Vengeance, but I I like Basilisk Color for what I'm trying to do with this deck. The deck is semi-fast. It's medium speed in my mind. It's not that fast. So, having some good... And this deck actually has quite a good chunk of life gain if you really break it down with the Basilisk Colors and the Mortality... Uh, And stuff like that. I I really think this deck will do it, but as for land, it's just, I'm running 22 land. That number can go down or up. I just, I want to hear from you what number I should. I was thinking, I don't really want to run 24. I think that's too much for a deck where my mana curve isn't so demanding that I need that many, but, you know, I could run 24. I just don't think it would matter in the long run with this deck. I really don't think it will, especially since I'm a mono color. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it'll matter. But you'll notice that two of the lands are Crypts of Agadimes. Um And what those do is you gain black mana. It's, it's just a regular thing. And that goes well with Amulet Vigor, too. But, but the main draw of it is I get a black mana for every black creature I have. I have 8, 10, 14, I have 18 creatures, all of them black, in my deck. Um, I think this goes well with the Skeleton because before I bring him back, I can use him for the mana. And that goes good with Nantuko Shade. So let's say the game isn't going so well. Um, my op- I cleared my opponent's board with like a Corrupt or, or uh, you know, something like that. Or Doom Blade something. They don't have anything to block. They're tapped out. But N- Nantuko Shade, or pff, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm mixing up a scenario. I'm sorry, folks. Uh, but let's just say it comes down to Nantuko Shade attacks. He's not blocked. Let's just say that. My opponent doesn't think I have enough mana on board. I can use the Crypt, get the mana I need, so that way I can deal great damage. It's just a card I think goes well with the deck, and really, with Amulet of Vigor, I don't see any downside of not running it. You know, it could help me, and it's probably never going to hurt me. I don't think it will ever. And, uh, yeah, this is the deck. I think, you know, the Crystal Ball allowing me to Scry and allowing me to see what's coming up is really good. I don't want to put Dark Toolage in here, because I really don't like it. Like I said, I, I hate the card. I don't think... I think it's a poor man's card of something else. I read somewhere that it's a poor man's something, but I looked at it in a long time, and even though my mana curve isn't great, I don't want to be losing life, period, ever. I know that's a black color, flavor color, but I only want to lose life when it's going to benefit me in the long run, and that card doesn't benefit me as well as I'd like. Um... I was thinking inquisition of Kosalik with duress, or over duress, maybe, but I just kind of like duress a lot more i i I think it allows me to see my opponent's hand, of course, and it, you know it allows me to really get an idea of what I'm going to be facing it allows me to game plan ahead that's why I love duress, which inquisition does the same thing pretty much, but eh, duress is classic, you know great flavor, great everything um as you can see, I've slowed down a bit on my speaking, but I'm still pretty excitable. <laughs> Anyway, um, let's let us think about this. So let, let's let say turn. I don't have too many turn 1 plays except for like Duress, Amulet of Vigor, I think Basilisk Caller. I have some turn 1 plays, most of them artifacts, which is good for this deck. Because by turn 3, I want to be able to play my Lich if I have him. So by turn 3, I have a 5-5. Five, five. That's pretty good. That's if everything goes according to plan. Um, But turn two, I'm looking at a reassembling skeleton, a shade, a black knight, a doom blade, a lot of stuff. Um, Personally, let's say if I had the black knight in my hand, that would be my first play, I would think. So you see, now I'm going to go into, like, the strategy of what I'm thinking, you know. But that's just what I'm thinking. But tell me what you think, you know. I'd really like to hear you know constructive criticism comments what do you think? How well do you think it will do? I personally think this will do very well and with the format going on right now. I'm not too scared about any running into uh any uh decks but um you you, you never you never know um oh man sorry uh need a drink but uh so you might hear a coca cola opening product placement i know um but yeah, that's... Ah, sorry, I needed a drink. Throat was getting dry. I hope you don't mind. I'm sure you don't. If you do, too bad. Um, But yeah, the Elixir Mortality and Crystal Ball, those are the two that i really like to hear about because, you know, I'm thinking two Crystal Balls isn't enough... And I'm thinking two elixir mortalities isn't worth it, and you know, just kind of things like that. I, the deck is very tight already, I think. I, it could stand to maybe be tighter, but I think my uh. uh I I'm, I'm really have a goal set in the deck, and that's Lich to beat the crud out of them, Nantuko Shade. Like, because let's say I have my Lich and my Nantuko Shade out, and I, I don't have any mana tapped. What I would do before I played any creatures is I attack with both. Regardless of who my opponent blocks, they're going to be taking a lot of damage. Because if they don't block the Shade, I'm going to pump him. And if they don't block the Lich, that's 5 damage. Well, granted, they could, tr- and if they try to trade with the Shade, I'll just pump him to make sure he doesn't die. That's if I have the mana for that. Uh, and if Grave Titan gets out, that's not good. That's not good for anybody. But, uh, yeah, we'll-, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But, uh, yeah, tell me what you think. I keep saying that, don't I? Yeah, I need to stop that. Oh, well. Anyway, tell me what you think. Okay, my deck's out of the way. So now we can talk about big business. And the uh, big business is, uh, like I was saying earlier, Dalton. Uh, I finally, I the reason I couldn't contact him before was because I was sending it to the wrong email. So that's why that happened. happened. I'm going to contact Dalton. We're going to work out a schedule. We're going to get things going, you know, get him on the show. Maybe he's a little more excited now. But then again, he did kind of ground me a lot of uh, times. And, and you know, he's a really good magic player. So, that kind of stuff. I'm going to have Tangent, guest star a couple times. I'd really like that. Um, maybe even uh, I'll guest star on their show. Who knows? We'll see. See what the future holds. Um, Tangent, he's a great guy. you got you, you got to love watching his show. Because, um, you know, I remember when I was making artifacts for free, he sent me ethersworn canonist and and soul corruptions and and he sent me cards and you know he's a really great you know guy really cool guy um definitely would love to do some stuff like that with him and i'd also like to do um uh, i'm gonna maybe start doing videos uh videos but uh, i gotta get a good camera because the only one i have right now is uh attached to my uh laptop yeah so obviously that's not gonna work for like putting the cards out and you know, getting letting you see the cards, hands on experience with the cards. Uh, excuse me. Um burp a little there. Anyway, let's talk about uh a couple things. Let me open my little window here, which I had Whoa That's not cool. It's a fatal error. Anyway, you're like, Well why doesn't why don't you have this stuff ready? I do have it ready, but there's a fatal error. That that can't be predicted, can it? You can't blame me for that. Monsters, if you're gonna try to blame me for that. Um. Anyway, um, as you know, I'm a big fan of M11. Um, so I'm going to. Uh, well, as you might not know, I love corsets. I love corsets. Drafting corsets too. But uh, there was a. Co- I love how they reprinted the old planeswalkers, of course. Um, you know, a Johnny, stuff like that. I actually know a kid named a Johnny, so I don't know if his dad plays Magic at all. Weird, huh? Yeah. Uh, what's the world coming to where we name our children after Magic the Gathering cards? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, there was a topic I wanted to talk about, and, uh, it's been on my mind since they introduced to the, uh, the cards it's not really an m11 but th- they had included it in m11 it's allies what happened to them they they just suck i don't understand why why introduce something so cool like allies whoa this is a cool I, when i first saw it i thought it was an amazing idea the i mean these cards they um you know they they interact with each other they have like infinite triggers if you do it right you know I thought blue-white allies was just going to rock everybody's socks, but even black, because Hagrid Diabolicist and Galabed Thief and all that, but they were expensive. They were too slow. And with Jund around, it was too quick a format. You know, Red Deck wins, Jund, vampires. I'm thinking maybe allies could come back in some form. Uh, make sure you tell me what you think here. I'm going to be opening a Twitter, too. Um it eventually, I already have one, I just gotta tell you guys, it's J Petty 38 I believe, I just gotta actually post on there. It's got a picture of me, smiling, woo, or not smiling, looking like a badass, actually. Um, but anyway, I, I love allies, the idea of them, I mean, you know, they're cool, but they suck. But they're cool, but they suck. No, that wasn't a loop, that was just me expressing my hatred of why cool cards always have to suck, it seems. Um, cause, you know, one of my favorite, uh, draft strategies was going allies back in, uh, when, uh, drafts on Magic the Gathering Online were, um, when it was, uh, Zend, or not Zendikar, but, eh. Was it Zendikar? Um, yeah, Zendikar, Zendikar, World Wake. Uh, was doing allies because it, in draft format it would, it would work r- really well. Um, but that's pretty good. Um, anyway, I always thought Allies, like I said, great cards, great everything about them. So that topic's done. Let me know what you think about that, along with the deck. Uh, does anyone have any good deck lists for Allies? Share them, and uh, we'll we'll discuss them in next episode. No one really shared a deck with me. And as to the one person, yes, Mass Polymorph is 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 is, is Tokiopic or joke topic for me. I I think the cards just too much of a gimmick to ever be in a really good deck. But I have been proved wrong on thousands of occasions. So I could I I could very well be wrong. I I really could. Um yeah, Polymorph I already thought was kind of not really that fun to play with. The deck's the whole point was tokens and then big creatures, but eh, too slow. I, I claim too slow. Um, so, yeah, I, I was flipping through, uh, you know, the old page here. And I noticed something that uh, is odd. And I'll, I'll read it. Uh, it's what the Beme said, Tangent's little co-host. I don't know if he's little. I don't know at all, so pa- pardon me. And he said... Uh, Brittle effigy is a good option, and because I'm obviously I'm staying mono black. I sa- I think I said mono I said blue, in my last video a couple times instead of black is because I had blue on the mind. I was talking a mile a minute. Sorry, um, I do have a Jace point one, only one, but I don't think draw factor is really that big for th- isn't a big deal for this deck, but it could be, you will see. But brittle e- brittle effigy, the exile for four mana. Um. I was thinking about it, but the problem is you have to exile Brittle Effigy. And granted, the same argument could be made for the Elixir, but... uh, With this deck, most things can be Doombladed. The only thing... uh, There isn't too much I can't Doomblade. I mean, it's Doomblade. Granted, that's my only removal in the deck, but... Come on. It's Doomblade. Well, Corrupt counts as removal. Expensive removal, but... You know. Anyway... But Brittle FG was an option. I did look into it. I, I tried thinking of all the reasons why. And as for Pithing Needle, I'm um, going to tell you a secret, guys. Um, I don't know how the card works at all, so I'm not going to include it. Isn't that sad? You know, I've been playing for a while, and I still never bothered to learn how that card works because I thought I knew someone explained to me I knew it wrong. Because you name a card, and activated abilities from that card, you know, can't happen, I think, right? And, the, yeah, I just never, I, I really don't want a card that I, I would have to learn. <laughs> I'm lazy. Anyway. Anyway, Andrew S, who I think posted on a couple of my other, back in the day, posted. But he said Basilisk Color, Sword of Vengeance, obviously. Sword of Vengeance, I felt. and eh, I like Basilisk Color better. Uh, the Border Posts are rotating out soon. I kind of want to make a deck I wouldn't have to fiddle with after a rotation too much. Um and same thing with Scepter of Figu, but those are great options. They really are. Um but I like the flow of my deck without the border post. But great op great great tips. Just not not things I really wanted want to do. Um yeah, I just I just couldn't get into that. But um I also, for those who didn't know ...because of uh, this episode I'm going to be bringing to an end. This is going to be a shorter episode, because, you know, deck talk. But this is probably what the episode like this about going to be, actually. Double take. Um, I have a YouTube channel, uh, which you will not want to go to... ...because it is not about magic. But I am going to be doing Final Fantasy IV walkthrough soon. I did a Pokemon... I, I'm doing a Pokemon Shiny Gold X or if you know what that is then it is extremely difficult hence the only reason I'm doing it and my friends all did let's play stuff a while ago so I got in on it and the only emulator I can find was Pokemon so that's why um so if you're not a big fan of the Pokemon uh stuff you don't have to check it out but it's a way you can communicate with me too along with the Twitter uh, it's j Petty pokemon that's the uh that's the name right there You can go there, and it's just Let's Play Pokemon Shiny Gold X. I got 19 parts up right now, so there's some good watching there. They're each about 9 minutes long. Um, So, yeah. 48 subscribers. That's nothing, but you know how it is. Anyway. (sighs) Sorry. Had to get another drink. But, uh, yeah. See, it's better when I have the co-host, Dalton, because you know what? You always contribute to the conversation. You, he always contributed to the conversation really well. I'm not I'm I'm not, I'm not trying to stall for a longer video here or anything. I just really want to say that uh as much I underappreciate Dalton cuz I know you're going to be listening. I sorry dude cuz I really underappreciated what you brought to uh the thing. You really did ground me. You really did keep my wild ideas from spreading and uh you uh, you offered a more technical look at the cards that I often would miss or not, you know, care about. Um, but, uh, Tangent, uh, send me an email, which I will include a email also, that you all, all can reach Matt for any reason. Uh, it's jpetty38 at com. so I'll say it out loud, and it'll be down there. So, Tangent, send me an email and uh, we can work out a day to, uh, get a show going. And could you tell me any chance what software you use for, you know, doing your dual your dual uh, commentaries or your uh your show cuz I'm using Audacity right now and I don't know how I can get Dalton from it. We were using Skype but it was a real bad system and the vi- we had to break the video every 15 seconds and the editing was real choppy and it took too long and I really don't want to do all that again. So uh definitely drop me that line, tangent cuz and you're li- and I know some of you are going to be like well, why are you pointing out a specific person like you're talking to him? Well, because I don't know how many people watch my show, and I know he, or listen, I know he listens to my show pretty much every time it's up, just like I listen to his every time it's up. So, if you were to comment on my video all the time, you'd get shout outs like that too. But you don't, do you? Anyway, this was Cards Ahoy episode whatever, episode a 1000. Um, This is Jordan, signing out.